Welcome to A Month with Matthew in Croatia. I'm writer Matthew Felix, and I needed to get away for a while to figure out what was next for me. And this is what happened when I did. These are travel anecdotes, stories, and ruminations from my month in a small island village in Croatia. From the characters I met to the experiences I had, some funny, some frustrating, to the thoughts, memories, and emotions that came up for me during my solo retreat in the seaside village in Croatia. Epic day, epic evening. It's about 12.30 and I'm exhausted. I had two glasses of wine. That was a while ago, so I'm not, you know, I'm completely lucid, but I am pretty tired from, like I said, an epic day, an epic night. I don't know if you can hear it. You probably can't, but the music is still going on. Tonight was a, today and tonight, mostly tonight was the actual celebration of the patron saint of the village. So there was, you know, they, they brought the Virgin Mary out of the out of the church and they paraded her around the village and I saw all of it and I got all of it on footage on my iPhone, filmed it. And just, you know, just a really festive, celebratory, just a good vibe in the village tonight. Extra tables out at all the, the cafes and the restaurants and all the restaurants were reserved. All the tables were already booked and lots more people than usual and streets closed and a stage set up for performers. So just a really good summer festival vibe mixed in with like the religious tradition and half of the people that I see every day in the village were part of the procession. So it was just cool to see the whole village come together and continue this this tradition that I'm sure has been going on for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, who knows how long, but a long time, lots of years. But I also also personally had an epic afternoon before all of the festivities got underway. And that's because I don't know exactly where I was when I just came to this conclusion. I think I was walking to the beach. I think I was on my way to the beach. Maybe I decided before. I don't know exactly. But the point is, I decided to pull the plug on my weekly interview podcast, Matthew Felix on Air. And I am so stoked, so stoked, so relieved. I can't even tell you. But let me explain because it's it's not it's not that straightforward, that simple. So. I love doing that show. I have loved doing that show. I have made so many great connections. I've had so many really interesting, in-depth conversations. I've learned so much about technology, about podcasting, about interviewing, about the actual subjects discussed on the show. It's been great in so many ways. I mean, I could go on and on about the different, all the different benefits and learnings and lessons and connections and relationships that have come from that experience. But it's also not sustainable. I've been killing myself. Each episode of that show, which is typically an hour and 15 minutes to an hour and a half, it takes me three full days because I do a whole bunch of research before each episode. I then write out the episode. I do the social media before, which includes graphics. None of this is hard, right? But it's just a tremendous amount of effort. Then the day of, I get there, I set up the studio. It's not set up when I get there, so there's a bunch of setup. I have to get there a few hours early, set it up, make sure everything's working, do all the tests, on and on. Guest shows up, we do the show, and then of course I talk with them after the show, and then I have to dismantle the whole setup afterwards. Then I go home usually and I stay up until like 2 or 3 or oftentimes until 4 a.m. because I just want to get it done and I want it to be ready for Monday. Editing the video, the audio, I have to do like balancing and leveling and different things, you know, just different post-production related stuff. Again, none of it's hard. 
but it just takes a lot of effort, and I am a one-man show. And so, you know, I've been doing this for about, in the current setup, I've been doing it for about a year with a couple breaks. I love doing it. It's been worth it, like I've already said, but it's just not sustainable. It is a little bittersweet to let it go, but it's also really exciting because now I've learned. I've learned from the experience doing the show, and I've learned from all of this research that I've been doing since I've been in Croatia about how to do a show. In the same amount of time that I was doing one show, I can do like 30 shows. <laughs> so in that sense, that sort of takes the sting out of not doing the show that I've been doing. This has been such a big part of every week for over a year. And so to decide that I'm not going to do that anymore, it just frees up so much time and energy to dedicate to my other pursuits and hopefully get more of a sense of balance that I have not had for the past year. I have not been living <laughs> a balanced life the past year. It's been exciting. It's been interesting. It's been productive. I have enjoyed it, but I've also kind of been killing myself. It's, it's just not been sustainable. So I'm stoked. I'm so stoked. I just feel such relief and clarity to have come to this conclusion, to be ready to let go, and to be ready to position myself for whatever's next. So that was my day. The evening ended up being just this incredible social activity. The festival was so much fun. Watching the procession, I met this great Irish family. We had a great talk about their travels and their experiences here in Croatia and why they're here and why they chose here and Malta. They had been to Malta, so we talked a little bit about Malta, which I've also really enjoyed myself compared to some stories there. Again, just really, really nice people. They had done all this research about the festival today, and so there were some funny facts, and so they were showing me the blogs, and there was just really detailed information about who is that guy who's ringing the bells, and just crazy detailed information about the festival and who's who. So that was interesting and fun. And then while I was watching the procession come back down, because they make a big circle through the village, and so as the procession was coming back down, down the street, back towards the, towards the church, ended up seeing the woman that I met the other day who'd been an exchange student in the States. And so we had a nice interaction. She's great. And then followed the virgin back to the church, watched her make her, her entry back into the church. She seemed a little upset. Pretty sure I heard her screaming, you know, no, not yet, not yet. Because she only gets like an hour out of the church for the entire year. This was her big hour. And I'm pretty sure she was a little hesitant to go back in. Even though Alfred said she's got really nice digs in the church. Apparently she's got a really nice glass enclosure where she sits and hangs out all year. So I guess she's not suffering. But anyway, great, great, great interaction. So then Alfred says, hey, after you take your walk, because I decided to take a walk, I just needed to get some fresh air and it really cool tonight, which was nice. And so I took another walk to the neighboring village, came back. He said, when you come back, stop by the bar for a drink. So I was a little hesitant, but he had offered, didn't want to turn down a free drink. And his invitation, again, more more generosity, more kindness on the part of my buddy, Alfred. So I went in, I said, hey, you know, is, is now a good time? It's about 9, 9.15. He said, yeah. Got my wine, and I kind of felt in the way, because they're just running around all over the place. And the bar doesn't have stools. There was no place to sit. So I was trying to trying to get out of the way. I stood outside for a little while, felt in the way. While I'm standing outside, though, I see my friend Lydia, who I did not see at church. And I, I was feeling a little bad that I didn't make it to church because I slept through my alarm when I was taking a nap. I was going to try to get to church for the mass so I could see this cultural, this traditional religious ceremony, experience it to the fullest. Well, I was asleep. Got to church late. Like I said, I saw the procession after the mass, but I thought that Lydia would be 
in church and I was kind of feeling like maybe I let her down. Well, as it turns out, I see her at dinner. So I walk over, meet her daughter, meet her or talk to her. She wasn't feeling that good, so she didn't make it to the Mass. So thankfully, I did not let down my friend Lydia, so I was relieved. Uh, but then I went back and, you know, let them, ha- let them have their dinner. And standing outside, I still kind of felt in the way. There was a table inside, sat down there, but then people would come in periodically looking for a table, so then I would jump up right away. And the people working in the restaurant, they were like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. But I've worked in restaurants, I've worked in cafes. I don't want to deny them customers. So I got out of the way. Anyway, Alfred says, hey, you know, I've got a friend over there in the booth. I'm having drinks with him as I'm working. So you could go hang with him if you want. So I said, okay, cool. So I ran over there. Well, it turns out this guy is another friend that Alfred has just made. He's Croatian. He's also an engineer like Alfred, but he's just vacationing here and they just met recently. And he came back to this restaurant partially because Alfred was so friendly. So Alfred apparently takes lots of solo travelers under his wing and makes sure that they're feeling good, feeling loved, taken care of, that they're receiving the best hospitality ever. So I thought that was pretty funny and uh, started talking with this guy and we just ended up having a great conversation. Yet another person who's crossing my path on my travels, just a really easy conversation about life in Croatia and his travels and... He asked me how much vacation we get in the States, and I told him, well, actually, you know, you start with just two weeks, which, of course, he was aghast at that, as most Europeans are when they when they find that out. So I was explaining to him, that's one of the reasons I never, even when I was doing corporate, I didn't get a full-time job. I would always just do independent contracting, and so that way I could take the vacation, as much vacation as I wanted, even though it was unpaid. Made less money that way, but had a much better quality of life, and he was like, yeah, that's the way to do it. I commend you on that. So lots of other stuff. He's The only place he's been in the United States, again, this is always just so interesting. He's got family in Windsor, Canada, which is just across the bridge from Detroit. So he's been to Windsor, Canada, and uh, he's been to Detroit. So that was pretty funny. We talked about that a little bit. Just a great, impromptu, unexpected interaction with another friendly, interesting tourist. He ate his lasagna. I had my second glass of wine. Just just a great chat. After that, I went outside and I watched a Croatian rock band rock the the village. And just like the, the band that was playing at the street in the um, street fair the other night outside in my alley, this band was pretty good. And before the band, before the rock band, there was a traditional Croatian, I think it was a quintuplet. I think there were five of them. It was also really good. So music at the festival was good. People at the festival were good. Just had lots of great interactions and just a really yet another inspiring, just a great evening that just makes me feel so glad to be here. So grateful that this this is where I ended up for my month. And I'm just going to try not to even think about the fact that I've only got a few days left and just focus on how great this day was. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and check out MatthewFelix.com for information about my books, other podcasts, and much more.